Well, my icebreaker question is kind of simple, but what are you guys, what are your plans for Halloween? Um, well, I actually don't have any plans. I am <laughs> planning on dog sitting for a friend <laughs> because drills broken needs money. <laughs> but um, no, it's it's fun. I like I like uh, cuddling with her dogs. They're ginormous. Like there's a Great Dane, a Doberman, and a Pointer. I think. Mm-hmm. Are, are you babysitting or dog sitting all three of them? Yeah. Oh, oh wow! It's, wow, it's fun. I like. <laughs> Do you get to stay at the other house? house? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that's the only thing I'm really thinking. No. no costumes or anything? Yeah, Halloween has never really been my thing, to mm. be honest. Mm. Yeah. It's my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> costumes are really, like, I just, I've never been super into dressing up. Mm. It's, like, that's always been really, I can, I can talk more about that later, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, are you mm. gonna, like, at least watch horror movies? Or, are horror movies your thing? No. Really? Yeah, I I, I don't I don't what? like you two. I get too scared. <laughs> oh, man, that's the whole point. I don't. I just don't find them fun. I like um, <laughs> I like the movies that are like um, kind of like mind fucky, like The Uninvited, mm-hmm. um, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. I really love those movies, but just like straight up, I find them really like stupid and <laughs> pedantic. I, I guess like. Enjoy the honesty. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll sit there and watch them and I'll be like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Oh, Why am God. I watching this? <laughs> so I, it's not even really like I'm I'm too scared to watch them. It's just like mm-hmm. I just, I, I don't find them enjoyable mm-hmm. or entertaining. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like, no, like, no tea, no shade. Like, other people yeah. like them. That's awesome. Right. I just, I'm not, I'm not really Not dumb. your thing. Drinks water. <laughs> it was shade. <laughs> what about you, Alyssa? What are your plans for Halloween? Um, I, my best friend's uh, birthday. So I'm going down to Oregon, Portland. I'm going to go spend Halloween with her. So I, I don't know what I'm going to be for Halloween. I have too many ideas. And this always happens. I always end up being a freaking cat because it's at the very last minute. I'm like, I cannot decide. Oh, <laughs> so hopefully cat I can ears. get it together this week. I have a pair of cat ears if you want them. Okay. No. <laughs> That's my Halloween all the time. <laughs> can never decide. A, a so. cat's a safe decision, though. Oh, it's so boring. <laughs> I'm like, I'm tired of being a cat. You know, once um, I went to the Mercury in Seattle. Mm-hmm. It's like a private goth club. Super fun. The best music, honestly, I've ever... Like, goth is not something I identify with at all. Right. But, like, it was really fun, like, putting eyeliner on and dressing in all black. And the, the best music I have ever been to in a club was definitely at this, the, this place. So... Mercury? Yeah, it was really fun. Mm. Um, but I, the, I went to a party there with a friend who has a membership there mm-hmm. and it was a cat pirate theme. Aww. It was, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this shit? But it was Cats actually really fun. Pirates. I wore like, um, like a black button up and a corset and fishnets and just like put on eyeliner and I uh, have these cat ears and it was, it was a lot of fun. Wait, you put on fishnets? Yeah. I have, my dad and I went shopping for fishnets. That's so cool. Yeah. I bought the fish. The story behind the fishnets is um, me and my roommates were going to the Rocky Horror Picture Show in Seattle, and I was like, "Dad, I need a pair of fishnets to complete this outfit." He's like, "Yeah, let's go shopping." And we went to like a Lovers or a you know Hustlers Hollywood or something, and mm-hmm. uh, bought a pair of fishnets. It was a very bonding moment between us. Aww. That's for sure. 
side note, we always forget to introduce ourselves. I guess that's true. This is uh, this is your boy Jarrell. This is your boy Lucien. This is your girl Elisa. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. There you go. There Those you are go. our voices. <laughs> our topic today is cultural appropriation. Yeah. Especially because it's Halloween. So when it comes to cultural appropriation, I think this is one of the even darker <laughs> issues. It seems like to me, just because it's something that's been dragged on for so long. Right. Before I started recording, we were talking about blackface mm-hmm. and how it is bound to show up again. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how that has not been phased out because that just right. seems like, to me, it seems like something from, what is that? Is that the colonial flag? No, what is that called? Confederate? Confederate flag. Mm. It seems like something from the origin of that. Like, right. it goes back that far. Mm-hmm. Why do you where are we guys? Yeah. Why are we still dragging this on? Right. And why do you think it's okay? I think that, I think it's a lot because we millennials, this generation, have grown up with these civil rights laws, and it's kind of basically two generations back from us. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 you know, giving benefit to the doubt, right? Right. Like, people are like, oh, like it's in the past, like right. Um, and so we're going to have, like, these um, gangster and... Mm-hmm. Uh, like booty. these hip-hop parties <clears throat> yeah, or yeah, hip-hop yeah. theme things. And they're like, oh, like, instead of just kind of making it fun and lighthearted and wearing baggy clothes, let's, like, paint our faces black and black. pretend to yeah. shoot people. Yeah. yeah. The the oh. gun thing <laughs> is, is just way too... Like, you took a step, and then you took a whole sprint, and... <laughs> I do want it's to say it is kind of an understandable one because, right. like, gun violence and gang violence are like Go intertwined, hand in hand, right? And you know, and that's kind of where at, at least, at least, they are giving credit to where hip hop came from. <laughs> I will, I will say that. By no means do I want to condone any of this. Yeah. But you know, at least they're like giving credit to you know Straight Outta Compton versus like who's that white rapper? From Australia? Uh, oh, Iggy Azalea. Right. <laughs> right. At least. But I think it's a lot from what I've seen when these universities have these big scandals, you know, these sorority mm. girls paying... I think it's just them not having one black friend to say, girl, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, girl. Girl, no. Girl. <laughs> you, you can't put that you know, makeup on your face and pretend to be Nikki and not offend every brown girl on the planet. Yeah. So I think, like Darrell was saying, I, I'm hoping that it's just coming from an ignorant place. Of I see. Just Instead of a like, malicious place. Right. It's just them pretending to be a black person yeah. and yeah. not knowing where this actually comes from. I, I, like, I, want, I want to assume good intent. Or I want to say it's not healthy to right. not assume good intent. Because I don't, I don't think that people are inherently evil or malicious. Or I, I think they just don't have an understanding. Mm-hmm. Or they'll be like, you know... Like when you're 18, 19, 20, like, like, oh, like, this will be fun. Like, oh my right. God. Like, we can, like, dress up. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, okay, let's, let's talk about this a little bit. Talk about the history. And, <laughs> and, if, and, if, and if you, and if you and your friend group aren't the kind of people to sit down and be like, hmm, like, let's talk about what this means, right? Then it's just like, you're kind of aimlessly kind of doing whatever seems fun. And, and I think that is 
common a lot for young, younger That's people. That's why I always tell people, Google is there for you 24-7, <laughs> seven days a week. She is there, and she is reliable. She's on your phones, iPads, computers. Just Google it. <laughs> yeah. It kind of hits just upon every kind of minority community, right? Right. And honestly, well, actually, I will, I will stick to that because people will have, like, white trash parties, which is essentially offensive to people of lower class. Like, it's making fun of poor people. Right. There are, like, these hip-hop and, mm-hmm. like, what is the bitches and... Hoes? Ho- no, there's, like, a theme of, like, men and, you know, like, men and women. Pimp and Pimps, Pimps and, and hoes, I think. Yeah. yeah. That's so, a, like that. party theme? Yeah. You'd be surprised oh, man. with these people. I mean, then, the country, like, really get bored. There's, you know, like, the Hispanic Latino community. There's, like, Asian. all the... Everything. You know, Pacific Islander. Yeah. Even, like, Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, transgender, yeah. Let's address what specifically is wrong, and let's explain what cultural appropriation is. I think that's a good start. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about, um, like, plastic surgery. Mm -hmm. I think is a great way to talk about this, is people, women especially, Mm -hmm. want bigger butts, Mm -hmm. they want bigger lips, Mm -hmm. um, more prominent bone structure features Mm -hmm. in their face, Mm -hmm. Um, and those are traditionally black body parts. Yes. Right? Having a big ass, having mm-hmm. big lips, having, mm-hmm. you know... An itty-bitty waist. Yeah. Having all these things. And instead of, like... there's We have a history of literally putting these people up on a pedestal to make fun of. Right. Like, that is actually a part of slave yes. history. Yes. Um, Being put in circuses. Yeah. And it's moved from that to, like... Kim Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I or, mean, yeah. or like white people then doing these things to their bodies to make themselves look like us, but still not recognizing that we are equal or like giving credit to where credit is due, essentially. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, that's kind of like one example of cultural appropriation is like taking it for themselves and mm-hmm. making it this great, awesome thing and mm-hmm. making a whole market out of it and profiting off all this shit mm-hmm. when. Like, we are the ones who, like, this is this is who we are. This is our and, culture, yeah. And not even our culture, even, but, like, these are our bodies, and you're trying to make yourselves look like our bodies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, demonizing us, even, like, in our African dances. Like, it's very mm-hmm. gyrating and very um, expressive and... Twerking came from Africa. Completely. <clears throat> but why did it all, why did it start with Miley Cyrus? Right. We've been twerking for how many centuries? Yeah. Or, yeah, even J-Lo in the 90s, which is... So that's kind of, in a nutshell, what cultural appropriation is. But I think we have found a more succinct definition. Yeah. So this is coming from about.com and their section on race relations. There's an article written by Nadra Karim Nittal called What is Cultural Appropriation and Why is it Wrong? So I'm just going to read a snippet from there. So the author of Who Owns Culture, Appropriation and Authenticity in American Law defined cultural appropriation as follows. Taking intellectual property, traditional knowledge, cultural expressions, or artifacts from someone else's culture without permission. This can include unauthorized use of another culture's dance, Mm -hmm. dress, music, language, folklore, cuisine, traditional medicine, religious symbols, etc., It's most likely to be harmful when the source community is a minority group that has been oppressed or exploited in other ways, or when the object of appropriation is particularly sensitive, e.g. sacred objects. Mm. 
I think an interesting point too is I know a lot of the times, especially in the black community, we've been getting more from people from Africa than saying that black people appropriate African culture. Yeah, like we shouldn't um, be yeah. wearing dashikis <clears throat> and stuff, and it's just kind of like, well, girl, where do you think we're from? <laughs> and, and, and at a point, I do get it, you know, they're like, you don't know the history. Right. But it's still my history. Mm-hmm. My ancestors came from somewhere. I didn't get this dark skin from out of nowhere. Yeah. Right. And it was taken from me. I didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. No, I can't pinpoint where in Africa I'm from, but I can at least but you can know celebrate I'm yourself Western in African. Mm-hmm. Right. Even the Marc Jacobs thing where, I don't know if you guys recently saw, but he put a, a runway show and all the white models had dreadlocks oh. in their hair. And he was saying that mm-hmm. it's stupid to eat. Cultural appropriation doesn't <laughs> exist. That's stupid. I don't know what you guys are complaining about. When black women have been fired from their jobs because they had dreadlocks and they're unprofessional. This is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, it's cool when you do it, but when it's on me, when I have the big hips, the big boobs, the tiny waist, yeah. I deemed ugly or I was over-sexualized as a child. Or right. It's it's not like you can't have it. It's the fact that when it's on me, it's bad. Yeah. yeah. But when it's on you, it's cool. Yeah. And it's, I mean, and it happens so much and so often um, that it's, I mean, it's ridiculous, right? It's... I, I yeah, it's... <laughs> Yeah, it is. And people sometimes, you know, I get huffy and puffy about some things. And even I was talking to Lou, someone on my Facebook page has, you know, she's white, red hair. And she talks about how she wants to call her hair natural. When I'm like, okay, yeah, it does naturally come out of your hair curly. But you have to understand the history of black women accepting our natural hair. Mm -hmm. That was a journey. Mm -hmm. You know, it still is a journey for many people. Right. And you using that term, you're not using it correctly. You don't understand why we use it in that way. So no, you can't really call your hair natural. While, yes, naturally it is curly, but when a black woman talks about her natural hair journey, it's something different. It, so is, is your friend talking about her hair being curly or her hair being red? Her hair being curly. Oh. Okay. And she's saying it's her natural hair journey. While I think she just probably saw in an article... A black woman with probably the same curly, curly texture and thought, hair. okay, I have natural hair. When that's not what that term is meant for. Like, we transitioned out of perming our hair. <laughs> right. For how many years? Right. To just now, in the 2005s, it just kind of sprang up of realizing, holy crap, our hair is curly. I had no idea my hair was curly until I was out of college. Had mm-hmm. no clue because my mom had always slapped a perm on it. Uh-huh. Had no clue what my hair looked like. Right. But you, you knew. You know, you never had this. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about. I'm unfamiliar with, with the natural hair journey, so I think that's something that I need to yeah, educate women. myself in. When I see white women with dreadlocks, I, I love dreadlocks. I mm-hmm. think they're beautiful. I think they're one of the most beautiful forms of just hairstyles ever. Mm-hmm. But white women don't need them. Aren't dreadlocks a means of protecting your hair? Honestly, some of y'all, they don't look good. (laughs) You know, you see a black woman with dreadlocks, it looks nice and neat and clean, and then you go over, and your hair looks matted. Yeah. Uh, Some sister locks. And I'm just kind of like, it's style for a certain hair type. Yeah. People. And our hair is meant, but yours isn't. But it's also like, it's traditionally Rastafarian, and it's a religious... 
thing for um, a certain group of, mm-hmm. I guess, Caribbean culture. Jamaican? Also. Jamaican, yeah. That came from the Caribbean. Egypt, too. Yeah, that's kind of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And in terms of, like, Halloween, I think just people just Google it. <laughs> like, literally, it. you have this idea, throw it out to some people if you're unsure. Yeah. I will tell you, no, you can't do that. Pick <laughs> right. another, pick another, or, you know, just wear the costume. You don't have to go all out. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think there's anything particularly wrong with, like... Yeah, dressing like Nikki like, or Beyonce or... Or, I mean, like a, like a, um, 80s kind of night or like a straight out of Compton party I guess right. like There's wear some baggy clothes mm-hmm. get some um that brand that was rock aware get some rock aware oh, yeah <laughs> you yeah. know like get some Timberlands yeah <laughs> you know yeah stomp the yard yeah some stomp the yard <laughs> But, you know, have fun, but yeah. don't cross that line. You don't, don't have to be that realistic. We get what you want to be. And also, like, why people painting their face brown is, or in black, you know, mm. whichever one. Um, particularly, though, that it's black. Um, yeah, if it's black, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, I mean, it's that has a very specific history of white people actively making fun of people of color. Yeah. Specifically, yeah. the slaves that they yep. were owning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's a really just don't just like don't do it because there, just don't do just it. There's there's a very specific history to mm-hmm. what doing that means and where it comes from, and whether you know it or not, I think it's important that people tell you the history. Don't attack people immediately. Always assume best intent. And be like, hey, did you know that painting your face brown has a very unique history of making fun of of slaves and black people and. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, well, now that you know that, you probably shouldn't do that anymore. And you should <laughs> probably just like, wipe that off right now. <laughs> <laughs> just pull out, like, a makeup wipe. <laughs> <laughs> I'll clean it up Let for me you. fix that. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> well, yeah. It's just heavy, because <laughs> I know I'm going to see some crap. <laughs> yeah. Like always, I'm just so, like, ugh, click out. <laughs> Honestly, I've only ever seen it on the internet, though. I can't say that I've ever seen it in some pretty I've bad Halloween costumes yeah. but I'm like I'm not drunk enough to say anything <laughs> <laughs> I'm way too sober <laughs> so like under what circumstances do you normally see these things happening usually um, I've seen a lot of like couples uh, when Orange is the New Black I did see some blackface really? yeah in like Why? jumpsuits you know that people do this. I just don't get it. Yeah. Um, whitewashing characters really pisses me off as well. Because I'm like, there's some awesome actresses and actors out there. Yeah, especially when there people are making live action anime films. What is the newest one coming out with Scarlett Johansson? What is that one? Oh, yeah. I don't Ghost even, in the Shell? Something. Ghost in the, oh, yeah. The biggest example was Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. First of all, a shit movie. <laughs> like, all together. Trash. Like, it was trash. And I regretted spending my father's money on <laughs> my father's money <laughs> on that movie because it was terrible. But second of all, like, why were why was everyone but one character in that movie white? One, I think I think a lot of people's excuse is that there aren't enough Asian Americans to fill these roles. Lies, which I, I don't fully. I believe that they're not trying hard enough. No. Um, I can't. I mean, I can't say that with full certainty, but I do believe that there are definitely less Asian American actors because uh, people get typecasted a lot, mm-hmm. right? 
I think it's then they should take it upon themselves to like actively recruit actors who could do this. Even when playing a transgender role, why can't we have a transgender actor or actress? Dallas Fires Club. (laughs) The Danish girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Danish Danish girl. girl. We have so much resources. Also, Uh, (laughs) me. I will gladly play a part. (laughs) I think playing Devil's Advocate, um, do we think. It is because even like um, Laverne Cox, right, in the mm-hmm. show, has the benefit of having a twin brother. So mm. during that character, yeah. So during the character's oh. role, like in the film when or in the show, when she was talking about her, they they casted her twin brother to play her as a man. Yeah, that was so, a really cool scene too. Right, it was. But what about for people who? Because that's a very specific Uh, circumstance so what about when there is like it's a transgender role and they don't is it fair to ask the trans person to play themselves as another gender um as part of their story i guess is that fair i think it would it would definitely depend on the person so somebody might be triggered by that Mm -hmm. and not be comfortable playing that personally i would not be like Mm -hmm. i would be fine with it Mm -hmm. like just because that helps depict the journey i think but are are you talking more actually about like if i was asked to play like just strictly female no no i'm talking about like like a pre... Like a pre-transition pre-op. Right. Especially, like, as a trans woman. Right. Like, where now you have breasts. Like, you know, like, to what extent it, is it, it okay to ask someone to do that? Right. Yeah. And is that maybe part of the reason why they're not doing it? It, it could definitely be something among some. Body dysmorphia. Right. Mm, it's something right. that I, I kind of had to deal with and come to terms with, right. actually, because... Still got it. <laughs> you know? Still got it. Still on body. It's not... Going anywhere anytime soon. If it was not Laverne Cox and it was like somebody else, and they were like, "Here, can we find you, or can we do this and that?" They they might feel violated, right? Like, but I I, I get that like Hollywood is Hollywood, and they want to have the scenes they want, so they should just work with the appropriate people. Because even I think the movie she's playing a transgendered boy. Well, she's transitioning. Uh-huh. But she's Dakota Fanning. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, why? I mean, she is transitioning, so why not cast a transgender boy? Yeah. She's not going back. Right. There's no pre or post, at least from I saw in the commercials. Yeah. So that's... You could help f- fuel somebody else's right. transition. It's, it's one of those things beautiful. of, I see myself reflected on a movie, mm-hmm. you know? But now you took that opportunity away from someone. Right, or like Hilary Swank, when she mm-hmm. played um, someone... Elle Fanning, my bad. It's not Dakota, it's Elle. Sorry, <laughs> they're sisters. <laughs> um, they look quite alike, too. They do. Hilary Swank uh, was playing a character who was a boy. Boys don't cry. Oh. Isn't that, mm-hmm. isn't that the movie of it? And it's the story of Brandon Tina. Tina. But yeah, we're like, are they not actively finding people well enough, or like, Once what's again, yeah. Like, yeah, what's the deal? What's There's... up with these casting directors? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, we might need to get some new ones with more open minds. I feel like it's maybe like. Money-wise, it's different. I'm not sure. Like, you have those huge productions where there's a lot of people's input, and then you have Netflix. I feel like with Netflix, it's less hoops to jump through. I think so, too. Because rather than dealing with a network and dealing with everything that has to 
you're doing with the network, they can set it's up like, a studio anywhere they want. Yeah. And they have they very creative, on their yeah. amazing qualities of work. Qualities of work and also just like amazing business idea. But I think because they have less hoops to jump through, they're able to, I think, do more of these forward-thinking mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. So anyways, That's in terms of <laughs> cultural appropriation, like Netflix is doing a much better job at it mm-hmm. than it seems like these other shows, these network shows are doing. Yeah. And I think there's something to say about that. When there's less hoops to jump through, people can be more forward-thinking. Even that aside, they're doing a really good job of giving credit where it's due yeah. and mm-hmm. representing different cultures and celebrating cultures is something that we need to like broadcast to people like yes. you have friends if you have friends who are of a different culture and you're thinking about like dressing as something from their culture yeah one ask or two don't and celebrate what they have already right there is a perfect representation of what you're trying to portray right in front of you. Right. Support your friends and support the cultures that you find very interesting mm-hmm. just by, like, I know. lift them up instead of bringing them down by trying to own something that's not yours. Yeah. Especially the thing that's popular during the Halloween is the Native American chief yes. feathers to the ground. Or even through the um, festival that happens. Coachella, mm-hmm. oh, you Coachella. know, like let's get together, people. You can't wear that; <laughs> it's not cool. It's one thing to wear it and have an understanding of it, which I think just makes you laugh even, even more. Yeah. But it's like if you just like get an understanding, like oh, like this is a really popular thing that I notice is happening for this culture. Let's learn about it, mm-hmm. right? I think that's a much more culturally, I don't want to say sensitive because people are so like so sensitive, but like. Yeah. You know, being... Just be aware. Yeah, just making yourself aware of what's around you. I think it's so easy... Well, two parts to this is I know that Nikki Minaj in particular, you know, she's from Trinidad, and they do have those similar headpieces. And I know that she got just shit for wearing one. Yeah. And people were like, girl, you know there's different types. (laughs) This is from Trinidad. Once again, Uh you don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) And then two, what Jarrell was saying is, don't just buy pieces that you think look cool. Have some kind of cognitive awareness that this is Native American. Maybe I should just go to Google, my good friend, (laughs) and do a little bit of research and find, bam, I shouldn't be purchasing this. 